This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to talk about the power of not taking things personally, whether it's in our interactions with people from everything from friendships, relationships, random acquaintances, people we work with. There's so many opportunities where we can end up taking things the wrong way or taking something that maybe was meant to be personally um, directed as an attack in such a way where we get offended and there's ways to avoid taking those things on and absorbing them and kind of bringing them into our life in such a way where we're not processing them the healthiest and then it can lead to overthinking and self-deprecating and a whole bunch of different weird behaviors potentially. So I think over the years I have been in the process and pretty adamant about not taking certain things personally and it's it's served me well and there are certain things where I feel like I have to be a little bit more aware of it in certain situations than others. There are different challenges that pose. There are certain challenges that can come up that are unexpected in different relationships but it's important to have these kind of things in mind and this is kind of what's helped me get through those times as far as not taking things personally and let it escalate or go into a point where it doesn't need to go. So being that the holidays are coming up, a lot of people are going to have to deal with family members and people in their extended family or family friends that sometimes they just like to take personal digs or they ask the weird questions or, you know, there there are people that are not in our lives on a day-to-day basis. So the regular interaction with them is not as refined and developing that regular type of conversation like how they might be used to talking a certain way that you may find really offensive vice versa and then that can lead to like people feeling awkward which it's just it's very difficult to have any control over that from one person to the next i know for something that i got picked on by like a family friend and stuff was just like oh here comes the vegan like they're always at thanksgiving and this would be something that i would just have to face and i was like okay like whatever i don't really care like i have a ton of vegan friends and you know my immediate family doesn't make a big deal out of it and i don't you know typically eat with them or you know necessarily see them all the time so it's not that's just a part of the my lifestyle that they accept And, um, you know, but I think it's important to remember that there are those people that just like that's a part of their sense of humor or maybe they are trying to take a dig at you or maybe they're jealous that they can't do it themselves. Maybe they're just trying to poke fun like you don't really ever know. But if you just don't take it personal and get defensive about it and let it be like, okay, whatever, that's just so and so being so and so and I don't really need to concern myself with that. It takes the power away from the person that's trying to, I don't know, get under your skin a little bit or like provoke you at all. And you're just able to be really neutral about it and, you know, move on with things. I know my reasons for wanting to eat the way that I eat and it makes me feel good. And 
anybody else's opinion of that really does not matter to me. I'm totally happy to answer people's questions, but at the same time, it's not always something that I bring up as a topic because it can be a really sensitive topic for people, like especially at Thanksgiving. (laughs) You know, I'm going on, I think, 10 or 11 like vegan Thanksgivings now. So, you know, for me, it's just, it's a different, it's a different experience (coughs) and I'm at peace with it and all that comes along with it. And I think anytime you are creating some type of a change in your life, you have to realize that there are going to be people that will potentially want to take digs at you. There are going to be some people that are going to be neutral about it, and there are going to be some people that are really supportive and actively want to be in your life and be on the journey with you. Not everybody is that person, and it's just important to be aware of that and not take it personally that one individual is not able to show up that way. I think as far as when it comes to conflict resolution, that's kind of at an individual discretion whether you want to address it or not. And I think that's a matter of choice. I don't typically tend to shy away from that, but I do tend to just kind of pick my battles a little bit more carefully and you know, if the person, especially if someone's like drinking or like whatever, and they're just they're just screwing around like they don't really make any sense. Like I'm not going to get that riled up about it at all. Another thing that I can think of as far as when it comes to when I was growing up and things that I had to learn to not take personally, a lot of it related to obviously like interpersonal friendships at school. I think a lot of us go through times where you're discovering your identity and you're getting used to who you're becoming and you just kind of realize that certain people are going to like you and other people aren't and that's fine. I remember I actually got a note from one of my friends who we were super close. We would talk on the phone almost every day after school And we had, like, a few classes together and stuff. And eventually, like, she wanted to hang out with, like, a different group of people. And, like, I went over to say hi to her at school one day. And then she, like, wrote me this (laughs) super mean note where she was like, you uh, shouldn't hang out with them. Like, they don't want you to hang out with them or whatever. And I had, like, written her a note at the same time. Like, this is back in the 2000s, y'all, where people still, like, wrote notes on paper before text messages. And I was like, you know what? It's totally cool. Like, we ended up exchanging them at the same time, too. And um, she was like, don't come over here. Like, we, you know, they don't want you to hang out over here. And I had written her a note at the same time just being like, you know, it's totally cool. Like, if they don't want me to hang out or, like, whatever, like, that's totally fine. Like, whatever. So, and then, like, one of our mutual friends told me that, like, she felt really bad for writing that. But it was just like, whatever. Like, I have other friends. Like, you're not my only friend. Like, I don't need to stress out about this that bad. And whatever, it's middle school, right? So it just like was not that big of a deal to me. But it was made to be like almost as if I feel like in that situation, I could have had an option to take that personally and be like, oh, my God, people don't like me. Boo hoo. Poor me. I'm not liked. Big deal. Like not everybody's going to like you. It's fine. I have plenty of other friends and other outlets and people that I did connect with, and that's what you focus on, and you improve those relationships, and that's it. I think also when it comes to dance, I have been through countless amounts of auditions and competitions and 
been adjudicated and judged so many times it's like way too much to even calculate and I grew up going through that process you realize that every competition that you go to you might win first place at some of them and at other ones you just might be shown up by somebody else and you can learn a lot from that experience and I think that's not something to there were a few instances where I feel like I took it a little bit hard and I was like, no, like I worked so hard for this. Like I was super bummed out. And those were learning experiences. You know, you're not going to get everything that you ever auditioned for. You're not going to win every competition. You're not going to get picked to be front and center in every single piece or like whatever it is. You're not going to get every gig that you want. But it's subjective a lot of the time. And this goes for people that are in the acting, modeling, entertainment industry, and a lot of different facets. It's like you're not always what they want. Sometimes they want somebody who has whatever, green eyes and dirty blonde hair, and you're too tall, and they don't want you. You know what I mean? They want someone who's like five foot, and you're like almost six foot. So these are the things that are just like a fact of the matter. It's not personal, and I feel like it's always important to be professional in those situations and just be like, all right, no worries, like on to the next. Because in my experience, even when certain situations didn't work out, for example, when I auditioned for So You Think You Can Dance when I was 18 years old, they were like, you're great and everything. You're really tall <laughs> for our show. You know, for anybody who watches that show, I'm as tall as Kat Dealey when she's not wearing heels. Like, we're the same height. And if you watch the show, many of the dancers, like, don't even come up to her shoulder <laughs> when she's in heels. And a lot of the guys, there, it's very, like, in between as far as the height of the guys is typically not, you know, six foot or whatever. And if you're wearing heels and stuff, it's just, it's not always the best situation where they can pair you, or at least at that time, how the show was being run. There was a very low guarantee that you were going to be able to be paired with somebody who was the same height as you or taller than you. And typically in those types of partnering situations. They want to have somebody who's strong enough to lift you. So I might weigh more than someone who's shorter than me and be a little bit more difficult to manhandle, not because I weigh like an, you know, not because I'm like overweight or anything, but, you know, the partner that I might have been paired with would have been too short to choreographically execute what was artistically being asked. So, that just added a different challenge. And they were like, you know, it's nothing personal, but this is not, you know, something that we can include you in at the time. And at the time I was like, oh, like that sucks, whatever. But then it's like I went on to be a judge on Dance Moms. So I feel like that is something that eventually when the time comes, you have to just keep working at your goal and just be like, okay, keep it moving, keep training, keep doing what you love. And work towards these opportunities. And it's like, sure, I, I was on a different televised show, also very popular, in a different position. I forget what the quote is, but it's something along the lines of when hard work meets opportunity, that's where like your destiny gets created or something like that. I don't really remember exactly what it was said, but you know, you just you keep going. Whereas if I would have like taken so much time off and like say like never returned to dance after that, like I would have kept myself from experiencing so many different opportunities. If I took that personal and I let it affect me so deeply, I wouldn't have 
been able to have the good times. And this can affect a lot of people where they have like one negative experience with something in their life and then they just cancel it out forever and they never return to it. They never approach it and give it another chance. And they kind of hold themselves back from all these other experiences and all the other ways that they can expand and maybe the correct opportunities that were meant to come their way. Even after not making that show, I still trained in a ton of different dance styles, worked with amazing choreographers, all this type of stuff. I worked with a ton of choreographers that are now choreographers on the show. Everything kind of balances itself out eventually. And, you know, you just, if you keep working towards what your priorities are, then what's meant to be will come true. And you can't take it personally if people don't accept whatever you have to offer because it may not be what they're looking for. This can be something that's also really difficult to deal with in relationships too. I mean, I've been rejected. I've been on the rejecting end of things. You know, it's it's one of those things where, yeah, it can cause you to get sensitive and doubt yourself and overthink things and be like, oh, like what did I do wrong and all these types of things, which is you know, to a certain extent necessary. I think it's important to take some time to reflect and go over what you could have done better to a certain extent, but it's also really important when the time is right for you, whenever that is, to give yourself another chance to experience what a relationship may be like when you are not with that same person, when you are a different person and, you know, when you are engaging with a different person that may bring out different sides of you and you can apply those lessons that you may have needed to learn possibly the hard way in such a way that will allow the current relationship that you're in to prosper and grow. It can really cause people to sometimes over contemplate so much though and get pissed off or do a bunch of like retaliatory behaviors towards the person versus just letting it go and be like, you know what, this is not working. The chemistry here is not working. Like time to say goodbye. Best of luck to you. And whatever's going to happen in that person's life is going to happen. I feel like people can sometimes attract the karma that they end up dealing with. And life has a very interesting way of making all that happen. But you don't need to take it personal if you're not somebody's cup of tea. I think if people lie to you and abuse you and mistreat you, that's like obviously really screwed up. And you should at your discretion take whatever measures you need to within reason to address that. I'm definitely not saying just be walked all over and like, you know, treated poorly and just take that and move along and be like, namaste, everything's fine. Like some people would advocate towards that and some people would be like, no, like you need to take care of yourself. And, um, you know, to a certain extent, there are there are times where people need to be brought to justice because it wasn't a mistake. They meant to personally inflict harm on you and that should be taken really seriously. Most of the time, though, I feel like people are doing the best that they can with the knowledge that they have and they are wanting to make things work to the best of their ability, but it's just not always an option. So I think to keep the pain level as low as it possibly can be, at least act in ways where you can respect your own actions, even if what's being done to you is not very respectable. Another thing that I think is important to look at on the other end of the spectrum um, when it comes to taking things personally is compliments. 
Now, for me, I've had kind of an odd relationship with compliments growing up, being that like I've received a lot of compliments in my life about a lot of things. It's not something that I really allow to get to my ego because I really have always valued constructive criticism. Like if someone can offer me a a way to do something better or more kind of like technically correct when it comes to my training or in my life, I really have a lot more value towards that than someone just kind of blowing smoke up my you-know-what. So, you know, because I think flattery can show up in a lot of different ways. Sometimes people are just trying to flatter you because they're nosy and they want to like compliment you and be like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so this, you're so that because they want you to like tell them what whatever you're doing in your life or like they want to know certain things about you and they're just being nosy. You know, there are people like that. And I think it's important to be able to just, you know, be on the receiving end of a compliment and say thank you because I do feel like most of the time people are coming from a genuine place. However, you know, there are people that may just try to flatter you to see how far they can take things with you. And this can be from anybody. You know, in my life, I've experienced this from men or women alike. And um, strangely, I get a lot of compliments from women most of the time that are like admiring whatever like physical attributes about me. And I'm just like, whatever, like, you know, I have worked for certain things in my life. It's not like whatever I've achieved is something that's happened overnight and stuff. Like it's been a a lot of hard work. So if I do receive compliments in that realm, I'm like, thank you. Like, but I think before that, foundationally, I honor myself. Like, I appreciate the things that I've done in my life and I've enjoyed the process of, you know, respecting the body that I have from what I eat, from how I train to what I do with my body artistically. And I think that's really where it starts because if you take care of that root of things, then you end up attracting that as a side effect. But I don't think that it's something that you should see as the end reward because it really just is a side effect. The end of reward is the fact that like you have taken care of yourself and that you've done one thing after another after another for years on end and that's accumulated to where you're at now. And if that's being respected, that's great. But that's not the end of it. You know, I feel like there's always ways to improve. And I think sometimes people can try to use flattery to even like keep you where you're at and make you feel like, oh, you've made it. You don't need to try anymore. You don't need to keep going. So if you make like other people's opinion of you something that has that much power over you and you take it personally to the effect of like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm getting so much attention and all this. And this can even be something that happens on social media for people too. Sometimes people go through different transformations or like whatever, and uh, they get a lot of attention for looking a certain way. And then this completely affects them. I'm like, are you doing things to your appearance and or with your lifestyle that you want to for you? Or is it just to get attention from other people? Because as nice as it can be to receive that attention from other people, it can just as easily go away. And I think I've also experienced times in my life where people don't treat me like that. There are just as many people out there that probably would not, you know, want to compliment me or don't think I 
look a certain way or would not whatever like think whatever about my abilities they could think the complete opposite of these people but that at the end of the day doesn't matter to me because you know I'm happy with the work that I've done and I realize that there are people out there that would probably not you know have the same opinion as these other people that are complimenting me and that's okay because you know it really regardless of what other people's thoughts are you need to be able to be strong in your own skin and confident in your own skin with what you have where you're at and appreciate all the tiny accomplishments that you do whatever it is you do to take care of yourself mentally physically spiritually and emotionally in your life and I think it's also really important because I think I got to a phase of this at like certain points in my life where I would just get really annoyed if people would try to compliment me so much I'm just like I don't even know you why are you trying to (laughs) like I was very defensive about it and very like suspicious of people (laughs) because it was like "Eh," like don't don't try to like I don't know worm your way into my life by just like talking to me like that because it's not gonna work I'm not wired that way so I honestly feel like it's kind of comical whenever I receive feedback in that way one way or the other because I think we all know what we look like when we show the world one side of us but it's like we all have the ability to wake up after a salty dinner the morning after and look like a hot mess with our mascara not completely washed off and smudged and our you know like everybody knows what that's like to just wake up looking like whoa but you know so you know, for me, I take it all with a grain of salt. And I think it's important whenever you're getting a lot of praise to do that as well. That's, you know, we have different standards of beauty in our society and people think one type of body is beautiful or another type of body is beautiful or certain aspects, um, you know, biological traits are, are beautiful or whatever. But everybody has their different view of beauty. And I think the more we can expand that and be inclusive and open-minded in regards to what beauty is, not only across cultures and times throughout history, but even current perceptions of beauty, the more we're able to see beauty in as much as possible, I think the more at peace we can feel about being in our own skin as well because our body will change throughout the course of our life and, you know, for better or for worse, to whatever extent it will, maybe it won't. But I think especially with the episode that I did on development without disorders, it's important, especially for teens and young women and even young boys and stuff to really be an acceptance of the changes your body will go through when you're going through puberty, when you're getting older, when your body is changing and that is completely out of your control and how to be accepting towards that process and respect yourself throughout those those changes in those times because I feel like that's kind of for most people when they start to become really conscious of their body is probably around like you know, eight years old onwards from my experience of the students that I've worked with and talked with and um, just a lot of the research that I've come across as well, which has supported that. So whether people are being kind to you about that or not, don't take it personal. For some people, they might get teased and bullied for how their body looks. And I think it's just as important in those in those times to remember that there is somebody out there that is going to view you as a beautiful person regardless of whatever your appearance is and that's really why I want to emphasize on saying like it's important to really expand 
our view of what beauty is as much as we possibly can. And I am really happy to see that the beauty industry is becoming more inclusive. It is becoming more open-minded and is becoming far more diverse in the types of products and advertising that we're seeing in in that realm. When it comes to facing our own harsh judgments about ourselves, that can also be really difficult to navigate too. Sometimes it comes from past judgments of others or, you know, and when that happens, because sometimes people in our life, they, they say mean things. They say things that are meant to personally attack us because they themselves are hurting. And they may be expressing a type of narcissistic tendency where it's like they hate themselves so much that they're actually projecting that onto another person. Constructive criticism usually does not come across this way because constructive criticism comes from a place where it's really meant to help you improve from a very objective and positive place as much as possible. And it may come across as really direct and really uncomfortable to take sometimes. But it's also really important to realize that whoever is giving it to you is meant to, is coming from a place of trying to help you. And they see that you can get better and they have the means to help you get there. They're not just belittling you and putting you down and yelling at you and criticizing you for no reason. And that can be a fine line to walk sometimes as well. However, sometimes when you've been on the receiving end of other people's judgments that are not constructive and they're just hurtful and personal for such a long time, that can affect you. And I think it's really important to take the time to look at what the root of that judgment is and where it came from and understand that whole thing that happened, like maybe somebody said something to you when you were a child about some aspect of your life and now that thought is coming up and you're thinking about yourself really harshly, but that's not your voice, that's that other person's voice. And at that time in your life, you might have believed that to be true, but now you might be a little bit older, wiser, and you can see, you know what, that was coming from that own person's pain, projecting that onto me, and I don't need to keep that as my truth anymore. I don't believe this, and I don't accept this, and I'm going to let this go and change that belief and put something else positive in that place. And I feel like that's where a lot of tools with cognitive and dialectical behavioral therapy can be really useful, whether you want to work with a therapist on those things or work on it individually. There's a ton of information available online regarding it and books and lots of resources and all that type of stuff. You know, and I think it's also at your discretion whether you can just ignore that voice. Um, However, or, you know, those types of thoughts, you know, in your own mind that you might be having or projecting towards yourself. I mean, I feel like oftentimes we are our own harshest critics most of the time. And it's important to learn how to be kind to yourself. And I get it. People have a dilemma internally where they're like, well, if I'm not hard on myself, then I'll just become lazy and I'll turn into a ball of goo. Like, well, no, that doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen you know, there are ways to be constructively critical towards yourself and be like, okay, I did this really well today. This is something I could improve on and this is how I want to do it better next time and kind of have more of that outlook on it rather than letting it turn into, wow, I didn't do this that well. I'm a bad person or like whatever. Like you got to let that that aspect of it go because that's self-destructive and that's not going to help you grow and get where you need to in life. So that's important to let go of. I think it's far more important to, rather than ignoring it, 
really address things as much as you can and get to the bottom of them and find a conclusion that will make sense for you and allow you to move on in a positive way. And this really comes to why it's so important to practice affirmation, um, you know, really as early on as you can in your life. You know, I think it's so important to affirm yourself from within and believe in your own abilities and respect yourself as much as you can and really honor and acknowledge all of your efforts and accomplishments, even if other people don't. That doesn't mean that you need to blow yourself up and feed your ego to an extent where you're just like, oh, like I'm the whatever, like greatest person in the world. (laughs) Do whatever you need to do. But You know, I I personally don't necessarily align with that. I think it's important to acknowledge the effort that you put towards things in your life and to honor yourself and regardless of whether anybody else is, because again, you shouldn't put your self-worth or your opinion of yourself in another person's hands. That makes you very vulnerable to other people's judgments and I just don't think that's a very healthy way to live your life. It's important to affirm that that source of confidence within you. And it doesn't mean, you know, being an a-hole to others and being like, you know what, I don't deserve to be treated this way and like telling people off and like, you know, getting very egotistical about things because the tides can always turn. If you speak like you're so much better than other people, that can come across really, really bad a lot of the time um, because we're all going through different things in our life. We all have a variety of different accomplishments and different things that we've gone through and learned from in our life and also a host of things that we're processing at the same time. So it's not like everybody has it all together all the time and I don't think that you should take anybody's opinion about anything really without a a small grain of salt at the very least. You know, the tides can always turn when it comes to these types of things and I can't even tell you how many times I've had people that were super disrespectful to me when, you know, at certain points in my life and turn around and ask me for a handout or ask me for help and ask me for a favor. And, you know, it's at my discretion as to how I want to handle that. But I feel like I always have done my best to respond with as much self-respect as I possibly can, having respect towards that person. Because, yeah, you might not want to honor that person's request 100% and that's totally fine. Or you might be like, you know what, I'm able to put that completely in the past and move forward and really see this for what it is, be in a place of forgiveness, you know, in this particular instance and handle things a particular way. That doesn't mean in every situation you have to forgive every single person to that extent in order to move forward. Because I think, unfortunately, in those situations, you can end up being very taken advantage of by people that are like, oh, I can get away with treating this person that way. And they're just going to overlook it because then you may be in an abusive cycle where somebody is really treating you poorly and you're subconsciously absorbing those types of thoughts about yourself that they are feeding you and allowing yourself to be treated in such a way where they are just like, oh, well, they're just going to forgive me anyway and I can just say whatever I want to this person. Mm. It's important to be aware of that and I feel like address those situations with a lot of confidence stating that you're not going to be on the receiving end of that treatment and call people out when they're doing that type of stuff and check people. 
because it doesn't benefit them and it doesn't benefit you to be in that cycle of being treated poorly and then constantly forgiving them. There are certain times in our life, I think, where you have to draw boundaries for certain individuals for them to grow as positively as they can and for you to grow in a positive direction as well and not to be scared of doing that because that's a sign of strength. Another thing I think is really important to take into consideration when it comes to not taking things personally is a certain degree of acceptance. Annie Lennox, or was the Eurythmics, I don't remember exactly who it was, you know, the song Sweet Dreams. In that song, in the lyrics, it states, everybody's looking for something. Some of them want to use you. Some of them want to be used by you. Some of them want to abuse you. Some of them want to be abused. Everybody has their different intentions that they are looking to carry out in their life. And I think it's just really important to realize that there are a range of different individuals out there. Not everybody's going to like you. Not every circumstance you're in is going to go in your favor. There are going to be people in this life that may disrespect you. There are going to be people in this life that may absolutely love you to death as well. And there be there may be relationships or friendships or acquaintances that are one way for a while and then change or completely disappear from your life. These are just facts of life. Like this is what will happen. And I think the more you're able to be accepting towards those tides of change and variability, the more you are not going to be as thrown by, oh my God, I can't believe this person said that, or I can't believe this person treated me that way. You know, humans are pretty weird sometimes. (laughs) And they may act in a lot of different ways. And I feel like people go through different experiences with that over the course of their life and gain different wisdom with that. Certain individuals are ill-equipped to handle different situations with more like poison grace than others. And if you are that way, don't judge yourself for that. Just do what you can to handle things and respond as effectively as you can. Because while we can't control how other people are going to treat us and what other people are going to say to us, we can control ourselves to the extent of having influence over how we respond to the situation rather than reacting to the situation. Reacting oftentimes fuels the flames or leads to really drastic behavior, which, you know, taking something personally that you don't need to take personally can lead to everything from addiction, self-harm, depression, you know, people really questioning their life so deeply when it's just, at the end of the day, not that big of a I don't want to minimize anything anyone's going through. When it's based on another person's opinion, you have to realize that if one person thinks that way, that's not the way that everybody thinks. And there are more than likely going to be people out there that care about you and want to help you grow in a way that maybe another individual can't or won't. And you just have to keep going and learn from those experiences, but don't let them keep you from pushing forward in your life and getting what you need to completed because you only have this one lifetime. And if, you know, there's no one individual on the face of this earth that deserves to have that much influence over your life 
to the extent that you take it to heart and believe that you're incapable of achieving something just because someone else said so. I don't resonate with that at all. And I think that if I have ever been told that in my life, which I have been, I take it as one person's opinion and I keep going. And (laughs) that's that, you know, it's between me and a higher power and, you know, my own consciousness as far as like and my own conscience as far as how I want to move forward in my life and do the things that I know that I can do. It's so important to not allow other people's judgments to inform of you and to really have more influence over how you believe yourself to be rather than another opinion a person's opinion of you whether that's good or bad you know we've seen in cancel culture so many times how the tides can turn and how you can have like a really loving and caring audience that all of a sudden just flips and you know can be dissuaded from whatever attraction they had to you initially and like everything can just change so fast so if you put your self-worth in the hands of other people and the admiration you receive from other people, it can be really dangerous whether it's one person or it's 10 or 100 million people. That's something at the end of the day that needs to rest in your hands and you will feel far more empowered to not take things personally, whether they are perceived as positive or negative at the end of the day. The more you accept that some people will like you and, you know, there may be even people that are jealous or mean or judgmental towards you, it has very little to do with you and more to do with how they treat people, what they have been through in their life, the things that they have been exposed to. And as I went through in the episode that I did about recovering or supporting recovery from depression and suicidal crisis. I went into a lot of detail in that episode into the variety of different things that people can go through in their life that can affect them for years to come in regards to how it affects their mental health, how it affects how they treat people and themselves. So people may not always be aware of all of those things. As well, they may not always be processing or fully have processed all of those things quite yet. So as an individual, you want to take responsibility to do as much of that self-reflection as you can and take it step by step. It's not something you need to, you know, gulp down like a tsunami and stuff like you can take it one thing at a time and allow yourself to process it at whatever pace that you need to, but don't let it be sitting in a box somewhere where you don't deal with it because it can affect a lot of different areas of your life. And I'm not saying that to be like fear-mongering or anything, but it's, you know, it's true. These things, if you don't deal with them, they can affect areas of your life. So that's why it is important to deal with them. If you get into a situation where you're dealing with rejection, reflect on it, take some time to like take some deep breaths. Being rejected doesn't always feel great, but it's really important to take the perspective that something else can and will come along. And you just have to keep doing what works and improve your process if you can and keep working towards what you want to do. Maybe that'll take some course correction. Maybe it may go down a road that you didn't expect. That's okay too. When it comes to not taking things personal, it's important to keep the power by realizing that how other people treat you is a reflection of them, where they're at in their life in that moment. 
people can change and they can grow and they can evolve and they can grow into a different person, you know, after some time has passed, after certain situations or after certain conversations are had with them constructively, um, if you're willing to do that with a person, if it's worth it to you, other times it may just be time to cut the cord, let the situation go and keep going. People absolutely can change, but they have to want to. And that's not always something that we can force people to do or ever force people to do. It really has to be an internal decision to want to do that. Most importantly, it is imperative to look at what you're contributing to the situation, not only in your interactions with other people, but also internally how you're treating yourself and not overthink anything if the chemistry is a little bit off, but do what you can to, at the very least, fix your relationship with yourself and affirm yourself. That way, other people's judgments and how they treat you, how they handle certain situations when you might be in a difficult time in your life in regards to their ability to be supportive towards you or encouraging towards you. Do as much as you can to do that for yourself and realize that there are going to be those people that want to cheer you on, that want to offer you those compliments, that want to see you succeed And there may be people out there that don't want to see that happen. But what's most important is you take the time to be there for yourself and cheer yourself on. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. 